It is Sunday, October 18th, 2020. This is U62 The Targ. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started in here. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're having a microwave turkey. We're talking about the Dexter reboot and the new Soul trailer. It's episode 10.25, The Multiverse of Meh. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Just kind of settling back into the routine as I took off for Thanksgiving weekend and hung out with the family. That was nice. Had a nice big feed of turkey, and now I'm back at it. You know, Thanksgiving reminds me of one of my favorite bits I heard on the radio a couple years ago. This one morning show wanted to know if it was possible to cook a turkey in the microwave. So they went to Value Village, got one of those gigantic old microwaves from the 1980s, tossed in a turkey and set it for three hours. I remember listening to the afternoon guy on that station a few hours later. He said the whole station reeked of turkey for the rest of the day. But that got me to thinking, can you actually cook a turkey in the microwave? Turns out, yes, you can. The turkey experts over at Butterball have the official proper directions for cooking microwave turkey. Of course, it's got to be thawed, and then there's a mathematical formula of putting it in for a certain number of minutes per pound, and you have to open up the microwave and baste it every 15 minutes. But the takeaway is, yes, you can cook a turkey in the microwave. Granted, it might not be as novel as deep-fried turkey someday, but if we work together, we can make it happen. Everything's better with Mark Kappas. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Kappas on U62, The Targ. I love Pixar. I think they make some of the finest animated films out there today. And that's the one thing I really hated when this whole pandemic started. Their film Onward was only in theaters for about two weeks before the pandemic started closing movie theaters. But that's okay. Pixar has a second movie coming out this year, Soul. It was originally supposed to come out in June, but because of the pandemic, they delayed it until November. Well, word came a couple of weeks ago that Disney said, screw it, and now they're sending it straight to Disney+. Plus. It drops on Disney Plus on Christmas Day now, and to help announce that, they released a new trailer. Is this heaven? No. Is it H-E double hockey sticks? Hell, hell, hell. Quiet coyotes. <laughs> no, it's the great before. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interest before they go to Earth. Here we are. Don't worry, you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. 
The thing is, we still have very little idea as to what the plot is. We got Jamie Foxx doing the voice of Joe, a music teacher who dreams of being a jazz musician. But when he finally gets his big break, he dies. He winds up in The Great Before, which is where souls are created before starting their lives on Earth. Here he meets a young soul called 22, played by Tina Fey, who's not so sure about this life thing and doesn't want to be born. And then they go off on some kind of adventure. But see, that's the thing. What's the adventure? One trailer features the two of them falling through a portal back to Earth. So I suspect it's going to be like that old Steve Martin movie, All of Me. Both souls wind up back on Earth, both stuck in Joe's body, and they have to work together to work the body. And Joe uses this to show 22 that life is pretty cool. Soul comes to us from Pete Doctor, the veteran Pixar director who also gave us Up and Inside Out, so you know it'll be good for a couple of emotional gut punches. I'll be tuning in on Christmas Day, and much like watching the Doctor Who Christmas special, I'll probably be home for Christmas and shushing the family so I can watch it. You're listening to Mark Kappas. That young man fills me with hope, and some other emotions that are weird and deeply confusing me. On U62, The Targ. And here we are again in the streaming report where I update you on what I've been binging. Again, really haven't been binging that much as the Thanksgiving weekend came along in the middle of it and pulled me away from my TV. Right now, I'm just kind of looking for random things to pass the time. You know, The Golden Girls is on Amazon Prime, so I've been watching Golden Girls. Somewhere in the past five or ten years, the internet decided that Golden Girls was the be-all and end-all of television, so I may as well see how well it holds up. Some of the jokes are still as funny as ever, and some of the very special episodes really hold up. That show is 30 years old now. you think we'd have figured out stuff like sexual harassment, but no, here we are, still talking about it 30 years later. I'm still on a bit of a Flintstones kick, too, so I've been firing up my old DVD collection of The Flintstones, the complete series. That is still just a great cartoon. I watched this one episode called The Long, Long, Long Weekend. After Fred mocks Barney for reading a Rock Rogers comic about life in the future, the Great Gazoo decides to sap them into the 21st century so they can see what things are really like. And suddenly, we're in the middle of a Jetsons episode. Man, that final season sure got weird thanks to the Great Gazoo. But the big thing that finally wrapped up was Star Trek Lower Decks. This was the animated Star Trek comedy, and they just finished their first season. I loved Lower Decks. Granted, a lot of the humor came from some deep-cut Star Trek references, but once you got past the jokes, there was some great Star Trek going on. For example, our lead character, Ensign Beckett. She's been an Ensign forever, despite a promising career. In the first episode, she lays out why she likes being where she is. Rather than being stuck on the bridge, she gets to be the boots on the ground, making sure stuff gets done. And sometimes that means bending a few rules. About my only complaint had to be with two of our main characters, Ensigns Rutherford and Tendi. The other two leads, Beckett and Boimler, just kind of overshadow them, and they don't have much to do most episodes. So when season two rolls around, I'm hoping to get more Rutherford and Tendi so we really get to know them. But I absolutely loved Lower Decks, and it's done just in time for the next Star Trek series, season three of Discovery. And that's the streaming report. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. Alrighty, let's wrap this up with this week's nerd news headlines. Not a lot out there, but there's enough to catch my eye. 
Firstly, we got some news on the next Spider-Man movie. The theme of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man film seems to be Marvel Team-Up. In Homecoming, it was Iron Man. In Far From Home, it was Nick Fury. And it's been announced that for the third one, it's going to be Spider-Man and... Doctor Strange. Yep, Benedict Cumberbatch has signed on to once again play Doctor Stephen Strange in Spider-Man Something Something Home. Now, a lot of people are going into overdrive that this means we'll be getting the Spider-Verse. After all, we'll be getting the next Doctor Strange movie first, and we already know the title is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. They already announced Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro. So, does Doctor Strange open a portal to the other Spider-Man movies? Are we going to get Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire fighting side-by-side? Well, that rumor was popular enough that Spider-Man was trending on Twitter the other day. Me? I don't know. I can only speculate as much as you can. All I know is I remain excited. Next up, Dexter is coming back. The popular crime thriller from about 10 years ago about a serial killer who killed serial killers is getting a 10-episode revival series, just like The X-Files did a few years ago. Star Michael C. Hall is coming back, and that's about the only casting news so far. I missed Dexter when it was on 10 years ago, so I have no strong feelings about this. All I know is a lot of people thought the ending sucked, so hopefully this will help them go out on a high note. And here's one that kind of piqued my curiosity. Legendary Entertainment is preparing to give us a reboot of Buck Rogers. I'm surprised no one else has tackled this yet. Of course, Buck Rogers was one of the first science fiction heroes way back in the 1930s, leading to comic strips and radio shows and movie serials. The most recent reboot is the one that I watched on TV as a kid. That originally premiered in 1979 and starred Gil Gerard as Buck Rogers. That one was actually from the same creators as the original Battlestar Galactica and recycled a lot of the sets, costumes, and special effects. Legendary has big plans for the property, including movies, TV shows, and an anime-inspired animated series. It's still in the very early stages of development, but as long as they bring back Tweaky the Robot, I'll be happy. And that'll wrap up the Nerd News headlines, and with that, I'm wrapping up this week's episode. As always, thank you very much for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe, as the kids say. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And as always, you can check it out at my official website, chaosinabox.com. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. See you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. It was a good ride while it lasted. Come on, kids. Let's go home. We are home. That was fast.